We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey Packers fans, you've heard me talking about prize picks all season long, but if you haven't checked it out for yourself yet, now's the time. Right now you can go to prizepicks.com slash packaday and use code packaday for a first deposit match up to $100. I've already got my week 14 prize picks locked and loaded, so let's go over them right now. First up, I've got Jaden Reed, more than 38.5 receiving yards. Jaden's coming off a week where he had a little bit of a tougher game against the Chiefs, and we know that Christian Watson's going to be out for this game. So not only do I like the more than 38.5 receiving yards, I actually like him going over 50 receiving yards in this game. So I like this pick a lot for Jaden Reed. Expect him to have a big game against the Giants. Anders Carlson, more than 1.5 field goals. The Giants defense is going to come ready for this game. I fully expect them to have prepared with the extra week. with them having a bye week a week ago. And I do think Green Bay's red zone offense has been clicking on all cylinders lately. So I wouldn't shock me if this took a little bit of a step back and that could result in Anders Carlson getting a couple more field goal attempts or at least more than 1.5. So I'm going more than 1.5 field goal attempts or makes, I should say, for Anders Carlson. And then we've got Saquon Barkley, more than 93.5 rushing and receiving yards. Let's just put it this way. If Saquon doesn't hit 93.5 rushing and receiving yards, I love Green Bay's chance of winning this game. So it feels like a win-win, but I do expect Saquon to be the focal point of this offense and probably even eclipse the 100 total yard mark. So Reed more than 38.5 receiving yards, Carlson more than 1.5 field goals, and Saquon more than 93.5 rushing plus receiving yards. The best part is that right now you can go to prizepicks.com slash packaday and use code packaday for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash packaday for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize picks. Daily Fantasy Sports Made Easy. Twenty minutes a day, three hundred sixty-five days a year. This is the Pack a Day Podcast. Welcome in everyone to this week's episode of the Pack a Day Podcast. Uh, usually we'll be covering the the pregame show for you, but since the Packers for some reason have to play the Giants on Monday Night Football <laughs> out of all teams, uh, we're going to be doing the injury report today. 
Uh, Gage and Nick ditched me, which honestly I'm thankful for. No offense, guys, because <laughs> I get to talk with Aaron, Alice, which I am thrilled about because we don't get to do this much anymore. And I so know. I'm thrilled you're on the show. Thank you for having me. It's the second time we've been on a show together this week. So I know. Then we'll like never talk to each other again just to balance it out. Yeah. I just hope I'm not hungover tomorrow like I was after Last Call Lambo mm-hmm. because yeah. I woke up with not the greatest feeling head in the world. Uh, and having three children was not not ideal. Yeah, I'm still hungover, I think, from that show three <laughs> days ago. <laughs> I know. Des asked me, she's like, how much did you drink? I was like, I don't think that much. And then I came in here and the whole 12 pack of Bud Light hard sodas was gone. I was like, a lot. <laughs> I drank more than I thought. Sorry. Apologies. <laughs> uh, we will not be doing a drinking game this episode, uh, <laughs> though I do have a beer right now. Uh, <laughs> but we're going to be covering the injury report. The Packers, 15 player long list. Not as bad today as I expected. I think you said what six players have a designation uh, yeah. going into tomorrow or going into Monday's game. Yes, I had to recount. Yeah, six. <laughs> um, one out. Christian Watson out. Quay Walker doubtful, and um, Eric Stokes, Darnell Savage, Jones, and Jair Alexander. Jair Alexander are, are questionable. So, with Christian Watson, obviously that one's decided. He's gone. Quay, mm-hmm. I'm assuming, like whenever it's doubtful, mm-hmm. homeboy's not playing. Mm-hmm. So if you look at the four questionable with Jair, Aaron Jones, uh, Darnell Savage, Eric Stokes, out of those four, who do you think plays? Um, Darnell Savage? Yeah, I think that's the only answer. I think that's the only one that's going to play. Yeah. And we talked about this before the show, like Aaron Jones, this, this MetLife field is notorious for just mm-hmm. injuries. It's a, right. it's a terrible field. Uh, at this, don't play Aaron Jones. Like he has right. a knee injury. Don't play him. Right. I'm the same way with Eric Stokes. Like he's battling back. He, he played one game this year, lasted like five snaps and already hurt his hamstring. Mm-hmm. I don't, I doubt, I know a MetLife field probably won't hurt hamstrings. It just goes after ACLs and Achilles. But don't uh, like at, just right. give Stokes another week. Give Jones another week. I would like Savage just so that secondary because we are missing so many people. And even though Owens yeah. has been playing well, Rudy Ford's playing well. It's just nice to have like a veteran, been a starter for a few years back in that secondary. Mm-hmm. And then Jair, I'm the same way with him of just like let him rest at this point. Like if he right. doesn't think he's 100 percent and he wants to play at 100 percent, like let him rest. As of now, we we are realistically going to have a great chance of making the playoffs. Like, I'd rather have him healthy the last two or three games of the year going mm-hmm. into the playoffs than have him play this game and then something stupid happen. Right. And, and I think it's something that is not being talked about. I mean, maybe it is. Maybe I just follow the wrong people. But, it, like, it's, what's something that's not being talked about is Jai, people wanted, like, Jair cut a few weeks ago because he was not playing well because he was playing injured. Yeah, I don't want him playing injured because he looked terrible playing injured. Yeah. Wait until he's 100%, bring him back, because when he was 100% against the Rams, he was all over the field. Like, yeah. I would prefer you just hold him out. That's how I prefer in general, especially you're about to play one of the worst teams in the league. Um, you know, you've had an extra day, so hopefully the team's pretty rested. I mean, granted, the uh, the Giants are coming off of a, 
a mini buy. I think they played on Thursday. Um, or is it a full buy? I don't even know. But um, it's the Giants, who cares? Yeah, right. I don't. I've, I've just not paid attention <laughs> to the Giants at all this year. Um, but like, the, you know, I just don't think this is a game that you're trying to push to bring them back because even if they lose this game, if they go four and one, they have like a ninety nine percent chance to to win the playoff or to to make it into the playoffs. But they got to win those last four. But still, I, I just say just rest them if there's any doubt. And that's the thing, too, is that you, our last two opponents, and I guess it all goes into the mindset they come into this game with. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't go into a game with the Lions and the Chiefs underestimating them and mm-hmm. thinking, like, oh, like, we just got to show up and we got this. Like, you're going to get your ass kicked by those teams. Like, that's the – if they keep the same mindset, like the hungry underdog mindset that they took the last two games and play against the, the Giants, mm-hmm. there's no reason to have Jair on the field because they just – they held the Chiefs under – 20 points they shut down the bears often or sorry the lions offense most of the time so it's like it's the bears like offense said, this, itself down yeah the bears <laughs> offense they just stayed on the bench and said never mind uh but like you said there's no reason to risk mm-hmm. anything against a team that's in the the hunt for the top five pick top three pick right like homeboy Tommy, whatever his name, DeVito is the quarterback. Don't worry about it. He'll throw the ball to <laughs> Valentine and Valentine. It's a good fella's character, for God's sakes. Um, yeah. But I, I think the one that worries me the most is Christian Watson, to be yeah. completely honest, because like I don't think it's a coincidence that suddenly he's been on his game and the offense has been looked unstoppable. And it's really concerning now to see, like, especially because he's been kind of filling the Luke Musgrave role a little bit. Tucker yeah. Craft has looked fantastic with Musgrave out, but I feel he like they've been my getting, jersey curse. <laughs> I feel like they've been um, they've been putting Christian Watson more in kind of some of the Luke Musgrave plays, and with him out, I just don't know who's going to kind of fill those shoes. So it's going like that. I I'm very anxious and nervous about what this offense does losing um, now their deep threat. So yeah. We'll Cause see. that's it. Like you're saying too, they're Musgrave and him. Obviously the speeds of those two are different, but Musgrave speed at a tight end position was mm-hmm. like Christian Watson at wide receiver. Like it was right. just different. Right. And so, yeah, I don't know. Cause I'm I'm trying to think of the other wide receivers too. Like Dobbs isn't a speed guy. Like mm-hmm. you don't hear about Dobbs until they're in the red zone. So right. he's right. not he's not opening right. the field. Right. Jaden right. Reed's fast, but he's more of like a quick twitch. Get him the mm-hmm. ball in open field, let him work. Mm-hmm. And Dontavian Wicks, they're comparing some of his style. Again, he isn't Devontae, but they're comparing some of his style to Devontae because he's also slow. Like right. Devontae was slow. And yeah. so it's I don't know. Malik Keith isn't that much of a, a burner. Mm-hmm. Samari Toure mm-hmm. has not seen the field. Like I, yeah, they're going to have to figure it out, which is a slower cast right yeah. now this week. But again, yeah. this is a team to, to have that against. Figure it out. Yeah. So one thing I did want to ask you though, I, I told you pre-show I was going to ask this. Where do you think this stuff came up with Jair of there's kind of like rumors, rumblings, people on Twitter just being dumb as hell saying like he doesn't want to play. It's not an injury. He doesn't want to play. But for me, it's like for a reporter to ask him, is this only shoulder injury related? It makes you think they had to hear something too. And then later, like are the Packers understanding about – because he said he doesn't want to play unless he's like 100%. And then they right. ask, are the Packers okay with like – 
the the time you're taking and there's a pause he's yeah yeah they're yeah they're good so it's just making me wonder like is it just people blowing this up and it was a dumb question by a reporter or are they hearing something and that's why they asked i i'm not i haven't heard anything like i don't know where this is coming from i think it's just people like like i think it's you answered your own question where you said people are being dumb as hell on twitter like i think that's all this speculation is coming from and i think that it's circling that fans are getting really mad and like i don't know (laughs) i don't want to just like be such a hater to like packers twitter i mean i love packers twitter but i also hate it it's It's so terrible but i can't leave like i'm addicted to it um i'm addicted to the chaos but Like people are, like I said earlier, like people, he was not playing well and they wanted him cut. But something that's, again, not talked about was in the broadcast, um, Chris Collinsworth was saying that between, I don't even know what game it was, but maybe against the Raiders, that it was his first game back with his back injury. And he was stretching between every snap. Not just like every like every time he was on the sideline, every snap he was playing through. Back injuries are awful. As like somebody that is just in their thirties mm-hmm. and slept on it wrong, like it yeah. ruins my life just having to walk around my house with a sore back. I cannot yeah. imagine playing on one. And he didn't look good. Granted, I totally agree with that. He looked terrible, but. I understand him not wanting to play injured because when he is, he's a liability when he's injured. So I don't know why people are mad. Like, like they're mad that he was playing poorly, but then like now they're mad that he's not playing because, you know, they've got young guys and Valentine's looked really good and they need to like have a lot of questions they need answered. So I just think it's all like fodder. I just think it's, I I don't think that the team cares, um, especially like knowing like, they've got a really easy stretch of games coming up, like knock on wood, like that they should, they have, they're going to be favored in probably every game to end the season. So I just think that they're, people are just looking for, people are so quick to get on um, the asses of, sorry, I don't know if I can swear on the show, but on the asses of professional, like (laughs) of professional athletes. And I just don't think we know the whole story. So I just, people just want to be haters. I think is, is, is the reason. Long story thing, short, too late. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm I'm 100% with you. I do – and a, a part of reporting right now too is like you go for engagement. Mm-hmm. And if there's a trend and just people talking dumb on Twitter, you're going to ask that question because if you post an article or a clip about it like they did, you're going to get a, a crap ton of engagement. Right. And that's going to drive up whatever you're doing. So I'm I'm with you. I think it's just nonsense – and to go to it too, like the Packers knew the situation they were putting themselves in, trading Razul Douglas at the trade deadline. Right. Like, because before that, he was struggling with his back injury. Like, they knew, like, oh, we are one injury away now from having Valentine and Valentine be our two starting outside corners. Mm-hmm. And, like, at that time, a player was just coming back hurt against the Rams. Like, he fought to play that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just, they knew the position they were putting themselves in. I don't think there's any inside drama on the Packers. I, I think we're we've been having such a, a crap season, and now things are going well that we're just trying to find something to be like. I'm so pissed. Like, right. <laughs> I will say I am worried about the injury. I'm not worried about the drama. I'm worried about the injury more so, only because there were some weird things that happened. I think he said that he was going to talk to reporters like it was either last week or the week before, and then just didn't. 
And I, to me, that felt like, I felt like we were going to hear that he needs surgery or something. Um, and then he also missed like the autograph signing for Salvation Army that he was yep. scheduled to be at, but um, also did, I can't remember who else was scheduled to be there, but they were also injured and they did not participate, which was a bummer. And unfortunately it was a very last minute that he was like pulled out of it along with somebody else. And yeah, um, maybe it was Devondre. I can't remember, but some, like a couple of people were pulled out of it last minute and I, which is unfortunate because they, a lot of people traveled for a while to go get yeah. Jair Alexander's autograph and didn't get to, but I, I don't think that that was because my boy. You're just doing this. Right. Right. You can sign They probably don't want him to say anything, give anything yeah. away. And that's when I was more concerned that there was a bigger injury and we, he could still need surgery like in the off season. That might be what is going on, but yeah. I don't think there's anything dramatic going on. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, Packer fans? It is time that you make Little Caesars, which is the official pizza sponsor of the NFL, part of your game day routine. If you guys know anything about me whatsoever, you know that I love pizza, that every time the Packers win, I have a victory pizza. And what you should also know is that victory pizza is from Little Caesars. I This is no joke. Little Caesars, by far and away, my favorite pizza. What you can do is you can order online during their Pizza Pizza pregame, one hour before and three hours after NFL kickoffs, plus all day on Sunday. And then you can get ready for football and fun Choose your favorite Little Caesars pizza. Pick the toppings you crave. Either way, you win. For me, I have the same order every single time. I'm going with their hot and ready pizza, pepperoni, no questions about it. And more importantly than anything else, always, 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 always get the crazy bread. It is, in my opinion, the best food that you can get on the market. I'm not joking. I love Crazy Bread, love, love, love Crazy Bread. Get it every single time. You win when you get Crazy Bread. And speaking of winning, Literally everyone scores with convenient delivery or their in-store pizza portal pickup. So grab some friends, enjoy a few slices during the game, and always get your victory pizza from Little Caesars. You won't regret it. Pizza, pizza. Hey, friends. I'm sure you're all familiar with some of the hassles of finding game tickets at a reasonable price without all the headaches that go along with it. I've been on a bit of a roll lately as I went through one ticketing service that never sent me the tickets and I had to panically try to get a hold of somebody the day of the game. I had another service that didn't allow me to transfer tickets. So when I could no longer go to the Wisconsin Iowa game, transferring the tickets was extremely difficult. It was just all so frustrating. That was until I found GameTime. GameTime is so easy to use with a low price guarantee, event cancellation protection, easy to find tickets, and an even easier to use app. 
GameTime is the fastest growing ticket app in the country for a reason. You can buy tickets in a matter of seconds and they are sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through emails and have those same panicky moments that I did the day of a game. So next time you're buying tickets, make sure you snag them using GameTime, stress-free. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code PACKADAY for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code PACKADAY for $20 off. Oh, and GameTime is also a great way to buy tickets for a holiday gift. Just make sure to use code PACKADAY. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets. Lowest prices. Guaranteed. Hey there. I'm sure you've heard a ton about daily fantasy sports, but I'm here to tell you that you've never experienced anything quite like prize picks. With basketball season here, you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the Specials League, a league created specifically for combo projections that includes two or more players from different sports or leagues. For example, LeBron James plus Travis Kelsey at a 10.5 combo of three points made plus receptions. Even more fun yet? Do you want to play alongside some of Prize Picks' favorite players like rapper Meek Mill and comedian Andrew Schultz? You can now find community plays under the Promos tab of the app to view entries from some of the biggest names in the Prize Picks community each week. I've had so much fun making Prize Picks a part of my daily fantasy sports routine. They cover all of my favorite sports, have a ton of variety and different options to choose from, and the player choices are immense. I even had a fun J.K. Scott selection the other day for the Chargers game. I recently had a big win on Saturday morning in a London game, and it just made the viewing experience so much more enjoyable. It's fun, it's exciting, it's easy, and there's a level of creativity and uniqueness about it that I really, really enjoy. So go to prizepicks.com slash packaday and use code packaday for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash packaday using code packaday for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. You know who we should honestly blame for that is Big B because I yeah. feel like him outing Rodgers now, no injured player would go to anything. Right. So congrats, Big B. You screwed yeah. up everything. You, you blew it. You really yeah. blew it. <laughs> the, the worst. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm, uh, it's so weird. It's so weird. And Jair's just such a weird cat to begin with that like he's going to say weird things in interviews. Like he's, he's just, just going to. Yeah. yeah. Like he's not on this planet ever. No. His I brain is, is higher than me half the time. <laughs> like that's the, that's how you know there's an issue. Right. Like, if I watch yeah. it, I'm like, what did you say? I don't get it. <laughs> right. I I I think people and I know people get mad that he's very cocky, but I'm like, but that's how he preps for his That's how he preps for his mindset. Like that's his mindset. That's how he gets himself hyped up, hyped yeah. up. He's a very um, manifest type of mindset. Yeah. So he says that to, have to like, if you say something enough, you'll believe it. So that's what he continues to do. That's his and like method. Just leave it alone. It's not that serious. No, you can't be a corner without being like, look at Carrington Valentine. We love right. that he talks so much shit that like right. he's, he's not good yet. Like he's still <laughs> a seventh round or whatever round rookie he is. Right. Like, but you, the same with Jair, you talk yourself into, I'm the baddest man on this field. Right. And I'm going to shut down Justin Jefferson. Right. Like you can't doubt yourself when you're going against one of the top players in the league. Right. It's just it's nonsense. Uh, we yeah. talked too long about Jair. Yeah. I do love you, though. I, I, I would love to talk about Jair all day. You know, Girl, you want to kiss Jair, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, and looking at everybody else, there's some question about uh, Elton Jenkins because he was a DNP on Friday, uh, played or practice Saturday limited. He's totally fine. Going to be in there. Dylan again full participant Saturday. Uh, so overall, like this is, this is much better than when you saw those 15 people er- earlier in the week. 
having these six was just kind of expected. Uh, going to the other team now, the Giants, mm-hmm. they have same. They have six people who are who have des- a game status designations. Evan Neal, their top pick a couple years ago, is out. Uh, their offensive tackle. Dexter Lawrence, questionable. Defensive tackle, Sean Robinson. Defensive tackle is questionable. Isaiah Simmons, questionable. Daniel Bellinger, tight ends, questionable. And Paris Campbell. Uh, I think the big ones, honestly, for them right now is Evan Neal. He's out. That's a hit. Anytime an offensive line, especially a top hit, a top pick is out, is not ideal for them. Mm-hmm. And then Dexter Lawrence, uh, mm-hmm. really good defensive tackle. So having him not in the game, hopefully, fingers crossed for us. I hope his ass isn't in the game. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's not the two teams that are coming in kind of healthy for this time of the year. Yeah, for the Packers, it seems very healthy, given how long that list is and only six people have a designation. Yeah, I mean, I, I still like I don't know how to feel about this game. I, I've, I, I don't want to think it's a trap game, but I also like it feels like it could be a trap game. I would like to think this team is still young and inexperienced, that they don't have enough success yet, that they are still hungry. Like they're not, they're like, we're going to take, like they're more motivated as opposed to complacent. But um, like, I I think the biggest, like this injury report doesn't really move the needle too much for me. I don't think it's going to have much outcome on the game because I do think the, I do feel like the Packers are going to win pretty handedly, but my biggest concern is, um, well, I did say Christian Watson on offense on defense. I'm really worried about Saquon. Um, because I feel like this defense is um, kind of set up to handle the passing game really well, but the rushing game, not so much. And this feels like a game where they're going to like, they're just going to run the ball and Joe Barry's not going to have an answer for that. And um, he's going to prep to, you know, shut down Tommy DeVito. Like anyone cares, like if Tommy DeVito's throwing the ball and, and I feel like that's going to set up, just a like 300 yard day or something from, from Saquon or something ridiculous, some, some career day. Um, And then that's going to slow everything down. I do believe it's supposed to be like windy and potentially rainy on Monday in New York. So that also doesn't make me feel great about it. It's worrisome. Like that's the thing is uh, again, I know I I said this on last call Lambo too, but uh, Nagler tweeted out someone that said like the Packers defense is set up to slow downs the Mahomes, like to slow down Mahomes, like that style of offense. Like you said, the passing game, but they're, they're set up to give up 200 yards rushing to the Steelers. Like that's, and now we're going against a team that has, like you said, a, a top back in the league is, is, and now we don't have Quay Walker. Um, he's doubtful. He's not going to play. Um, mm-hmm. It just, yeah. After the the high of beating the Chargers, the Lions, the Chiefs, to then go into this game, as much as we say like players are motivated, Jordan Love saying like you can't, you got to respect every opponent. We know you don't. Like that's not that's not real. You look right. at every opponent right. different. Like right. Giants are ass, and that's yeah. where you get trapped. Yeah. Would you be Would you be surprised? I know Saquon's the scariest one to go into this game against, mm-hmm. but with DeVito, do you expect him to be this, the quarterback the whole game, or do you think they're going to go to Tyrod Taylor, a.k.a. Tyrod Taylor, uh, at like <laughs> at halftime or if DeVito struggles? Or do you think at this point they're like, screw it, we want a high pick, we're ride or dieting with DeVito? I, I think they're going to try to stick with DeVito. I, I think – 
at this point, they're kind of thinking that he's going to be their QB two moving forward. Um, I mean, the fact that Terod is healthy and they're still going with DeVito, I think like, I don't think you can go back to DeVito at mid game or go back to Taylor mid game and then potentially start DeVito again. I, because the jets are doing that right now with, you know, this quarterback shuffle nonsense and it's just a bad look. And it also um, is a, bad feeling for that quarterback, whoever's got to play because you you're like, well, now you don't want me. So why would I want to start? And yep. I, I, I think they're going to stick with DeVita the whole way. And he hasn't been terrible. Yeah. Um, he hasn't like, been quite that. He's doing, he's, 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 he's been a QB too. Like he's like a poor man's Brock Purdy. He's right, not doing anything great, right. but he's doing what he's supposed to. Right. Right. And so, um, I mean, he, he put up three touchdowns against Washington a couple of weeks ago. Yep. Um, like, I I just don't think we can, you can sleep on him. Like he could just have a great game, especially because he's been playing a little bit more. So who knows, but obviously he, he also has not been fantastic, but he, he hasn't turned the ball over a ton. So I think that is the concern and he's got Saquon. So he's got that to kind of lean on. Um, however, the giants are still averaging like 13 points a game. So like, (laughs) <laughs> the Packers just need to do what they do, play an average game, even yeah. play a bad game, and they could, they should still win this game because it is still yep. like arguably the worst offensive line in football. Wasn't it the Giants last year where some player came out, it might have been Kenny Clark, I can't remember, who said they just ran way more play action than we expected? Like was it the, I for some reason I feel I could be way off, but for some reason I feel like it was the Giants last year that was like just went straight play action damn near every time because the Packers just were so worried about Saquon and obviously the Giants ended up beating us last year. But that's something that I'm you have to worry about Saquon so much. Like even if we bite and DeVito's just able again not to make mistakes, that's a right. recipe for success. Right. Like right. ride Sa- Saquon's coattails, DeVito. Don't throw an interception. Take the easy thing every single time. Be Brock Purdy, and we're fine. Um, DeVito has played in four games, and he has not thrown a turnover in the last two. Um, So, like, he had a a QB rating of – or a passer rating of 104 last week. And then two weeks ago, 137.7. Like, yeah, he, he can He's do well enough. I love right. right now. Right. Right. Yeah. So like he can, he, he can do like, he can be sufficient enough. So I like, unfortunately, like you can't just completely rely on Barkley yeah. or like covering Barkley. Like you, you do need to watch DeVito. I, I still don't yeah. think he's, he's like, he could have a good game who knows, but it's still going to come down to the, to the trenches on both sides of the wall. Cause the last two opponents, keep in mind, were also Washington and new England. So, but new England is defense. Yeah. New England's defense is pretty good. So for them to him to not turn the ball over at all. um, I don't know if he fumbled at all. I don't have those stats in front of me, but um, I I just think that you do need to watch him, but um, it's going to just rely on who wins in the trenches. And I think the Packers are favored on both sides of the ball there. hundred percent. And I, I don't know. It's the Packers to lose all this stuff. We can be worried. I think that's just jaded Packer fans of having high expectations and then always failing for us a lot of the time. So I think that's just where that comes into, but we should win this game. Hopefully we do. Uh, 
I don't know if I'm supposed to do score predictions, but I'm going to do it anyways because I like to end <laughs> the show with that. But going into this game, Monday night, what do you have? What do you think the outcome is? Who wins? Oh, how much? Look at my notes from the other night. I think I, I think I put. Um, I think I said uh, like thirty-one sixteen. Like I, I, yeah. I, I think, I think it's going to be put away pretty early. Um, and I do think the Packers like finally score more than thirty, which is the first time they will have since week one, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I yeah I think they finally get over that kind of over the hump after week one of of just finally putting down a thirty burger so um, and I think I'm kind of hoping that we got a defensive score but I'm not anticipating it being that way I think it's all going to be on the offense I think they're going to find some rhythm without Christian Watson they need to score first um, yep. and that is going to make um, I think all the difference because that seems to have the last couple of weeks but yeah mm-hmm. we're going to go thirty one seventeen. I like it. I'm going to try to stay similar to the one I said to on last call Lambo. Uh, I'm going to go 28, 13 is what I think I said. Um, I could see that also being 28, 20, like we're up 28, 13 late in the fourth. They score a BS touchdown. I could yeah. see that happening, mm-hmm. but I, I, with you, I think this is going to, as long as we keep, again, it all comes down to keeping the same mentality, foot on the gas, mm-hmm. score, like you said, scoring first and then keeping that same momentum the rest of the game. But, Mm-hmm. I think we should be golden. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we wrap it up, though, Aaron, where can people follow you, find you, stalk you? <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at H-E-R-O-O-I-N-E. And you can find me on Last Call Lambo every Friday and uh, every other week on Watching Stuff, which is just a completely non-football related podcast with Dusty Evely and Monty Moore. And then you can also find me um, writing a couple of articles a week over at Acme Packing Company. Look at you, girl. You famous. Uh, you can find me, Jimmy underscore C08 on Twitter, uh, Lombardi's Bar, obviously this pack a day, and then writing for Pack Report every, usually comes out every Monday um, around 11-ish, if I remember to set it. But you can find my stuff there. Everything's on Twitter, so just follow me there, and we'll be golden. But thank you for listening. Listen to the pregame show tomorrow. It won't be your usual crew of me, Nick, and Gage, but we appreciate listening to the Injury Report episode. And as always, go Pack Go.